0: Okay, Pastor Michael, I know that this question is one of the ones you've been looking forward to the most as we've moved through our Roman Catholic questions. Why does the Catholic Bible have extra books? Now, I'm going to give you five minutes to tell me everything you know. Ready? All right. I'm going to do this. In under five minutes, so so you're gonna you're gonna notice when you pick up a Catholic Bible, it's gonna be a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna have seven extra books in the Old Testament. It's also gonna have extra chapters at the end of the Book of Daniel and the end of of the Book of Esther, and all these seven books come from a really important time in biblical history. Uh, it's a time called the Intertestamental Period, and it's mm-hmm. exactly what it sounds like. There's two testaments: the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament ends with the Book of around 435 25 bc Um, the new testament begins with the birth of christ around 080 ish give or take a couple years yeah so you have this like roughly 400 year intertestamental period and so for the jewish people there were no prophets and the prophets were the ones who wrote the scriptures Um, there are a ton of books written in this time though None of them were written in Hebrew. They were written in Greek because as the uh, Jews in the intertestamental period were kind of taken over by different yeah. people, they were um, handed from Assyria to Babylon, the list goes on. Um, they are now writing in in Greek. So they still have people who write in Hebrew, but the, most of the literature is being yeah. done in Greek. Um, and so this uh, intertestamental period found um, a ton of books. And so there's a group of books called Apocryphal. Apocrypha is a funny word that means hidden it's a large group of books called apocryphal books okay lots and lots and lots of them and all of them are written in this 400 year period and they're all written in greek oftentimes they speak about mysterious things some of them get really weird some of them are really awesome some of them are really helpful books some of them are just kind of like in left field right There is a subset of apocryphal books called deuterocanonical. Mm -hmm. Deuterocanonical means second. Mm -hmm. Canonical means basically from God, right? And so what they would say is that these are this group of books um, that are canonical, meaning they're scripture, and they're kind of the second scripture that came after the Old Testament. They're living in this intertestamental period. And so the deuterocanonical books, there's seven of them. Right, are the ones you're going to find in the Catholic Bible. Hmm. If you'll put up a Protestant Bible or a Jewish Bible, they're not going to be in there. Mm-hmm. Not only are the seven books a part of the Deuterocanonical canon, uh, but you're also going to find again sections of the book of Daniel. So if you go to the Catholic Bible, like there's the book of Daniel and then there's the extra parts in Daniel, and the same thing with the book of Esther. Hmm. So uh, Protestants, have never acknowledged the deuterocanonical books as scripture. The Jews have never acknowledged the deuterocanonical books as scripture. Um, only the Roman Catholics, and there's a little bit of debate on Orthodox there, but we're talking about Roman Catholics. They are the ones who have who've just kind of like doubled down on this. Here are the books. Here's the names. Barak, first and second Maccabees, which by the way, if you've never read the Maccabees, really good. Yeah. It's a historical book about the story of the Maccabean mm-hmm. family, the Maccabean revolt. Again, these are actually all really great books. We um, just don't believe the scripture. Uh, Tobit, Judith, Sirach, Wisdom. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's it's a great books, not scripture. Um, and I'll, I'll give you an example of why we don't consider these scripture. So our Old Testament, the Protestant Old Testament, also the Jewish Old Testament, uh, it is quoted at least... 295 times in the New Testament. Our Old Testament is directly referenced 695 times in the New Testament. Our Old Testament is indirectly referenced 4,105 times in the New Testament. Um, There are only five books in the Old Testament, the Protestant and Jewish Old Testament, that aren't referenced in the New Testament. Mm. So even secular writings are quoted four times in the New Testament. Of all the deuterocanonical books, do you know how many times they are referenced explicitly, directly, indirectly, or in any way? Zero. Zero. Not even a hint of Mm -hmm. one. Now, there's going to be somebody listening, and they might go in the comments, and they might talk about. What about the? What about Enoch? What about Enoch? Okay, remember we had apocryphal books. There's tons of them, and a subcategory of deuterocanonical, Mm -hmm. right, which are the ones that are in the Catholic Bible enoch is an apocryphal book Mm -hmm. and that is referenced in the new testament the book of jude and and first or second peter enoch is not a deuterocanonical book it is Mm -hmm. not in the roman catholic bible Mm -hmm. the the new testament references apocryphal books Mm -hmm. it does not reference the deuterocanonical books interesting and so you kind of pull back and and here's what we do know jesus's old testament he affirms this it is the jewish old testament Mm -hmm. um and paul's old testament is jesus's old testament all the authors of scripture they have an old testament and we can probably agree that the one that jesus used probably this is my thing i'm like listen listen everybody i'm if, if jesus is gonna if jesus believed the world was created in six days i'm just gonna agree with him you know what I mean? Like yeah. <clears throat> if Moses, we'll talk about it that, when we get to heaven and if, if I'm wrong that I misunderstood Jesus, because yeah. whatever Jesus believes is good. If Jesus gives us a breakdown of his Bible and he has the threefold breakdown of the Jewish, mm-hmm. you know, like breakdown of scripture, I'm just going to agree with him on that. And it really wasn't, I believe until the council of Trent that the, um, uh, deuterocanonical books were officially canonized. Again, there's been debate on it and that's good. Debates healthy. Um, but, uh, uh, 1,600 years after the birth of Christ is a long time. I'm sorry, 1,575 years-ish. You can round up. Yeah, is a long time to wait to make seven books canon. Yeah. And as we've talked about in this um, this series of episodes on Roman Catholicism, uh, the Council of Trent was a reaction to the Protestants. And right. the Protestants were saying, stop teaching from these books. They're not in the scriptures. Jesus never referenced them. They're not in the Jewish scriptures. Mm-hmm. Teach the Bible. Um, now, what's interesting, though, I, I just want to say this about these extra books, there's nothing threatening in them. Right. There's nothing heretical. There is a section of the Book of Maccabees where um, the Roman Catholics do pull out because there is a story where the dead are prayed for. It's it doesn't promote it or condemn it. It just kind of tells the hmm. story, and so they go into that and say, "Oh look, they prayed for the dead. We can pray sure. for the dead. There's that's where the, some yeah, of that mm-hmm. comes from." Uh, it comes from a deuterocanonical source that isn't advocating or condemning, just describing. Hmm. So, it's that's not enough for me to say, "Let's pray." the dead, personally as a protestant so the authority of the bible proven time and time and time again it's withstood the test of time god has protected it um when it comes down to it probably going to agree with jesus yep Um, what bible was used um i have one last question for you is it under five minutes seven minutes and 36 seconds (laughs)